This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Shall we begin? Oh, hey, Paul. I'm worried about you, kid. I mean, grieving her. You've been numbing. Stop. You're doing sad face. This is just face. I have resting dead wife face. <laughs> he just kept on going on and on about how dumb I am. But he loves me. Your husband is emotionally abusive. He's not working on it. He doesn't intend to. Just leave him. Okay. I think I can help people if I get my hands a little bit dirtier. It sounds so unethical. You're just gonna burn down your career and take me with you. Coin flip? Get out of here. BFM 89.9, you are listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn, Sharmila and Arvin. And today it is another exciting episode of Stuff We Missed because we miss stuff sometimes. Um, and we are discussing Shrinking, which is a series um, that is out on Apple TV Plus and features... Well, as you heard there, Jason Siegel, Harrison Ford, Jessica Williams, uh, but also is created by the minds behind Scrubs, Ted Lasso, just a bunch of different things. I think part of the reason why this eventually became a stuff we missed was because I this really flew under my radar. I, I didn't know much about it when it first came out. Um, and it was really word of mouth from just a number of people telling me, oh, the show is amazing. You should watch it. And that's how I started watching it. Um, I mean, on paper, it sounds like the most unlikely of shows, right? Harrison Ford in a sitcom, really. Um, Harrison Ford is a therapist. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, mm. But the show is so, so funny. It's so, it's so I don't know, heartwarming. Um, it really is kind of one of those perfect first seasons, I think. Um, I enjoyed it so much. I loved it from the very first episode. Every episode has something new, but you, you start feeling like you're hanging out with friends by the end of season one. Yeah, um, I I also enjoyed the show a lot. Um, I really like this show. But I feel like, you know, like, Lynn, you said that this is uh, stuff we missed and we sometimes miss stuff. I feel like this is the perfect show to miss. Like, it's a, it's a, it's a, such a good show to miss and then catch up on after you get the word of mouth instead of watching the show on a weekly basis based on, like, oh, it's the people from Scrubs or, oh, it's mm. the, 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 the writers behind Ted Lasso because I don't think the show lives up to that kind of hype, like the Scrubs and the Ted Lasso stuff, but I think it does live up to being a really good show that you didn't watch in its initial run, if that makes sense. Oh, that's interesting because I think this uh, is far superior to Ted Lasso I by, like, so. a lot. I think oh. so, too. Not Ted Lasso season one for no, me. but every subsequent season. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> of Ted Lasso, I think Shrinking is a better show. So if you liked Ted Lasso season one, then I think Shrinking is like a darker, but, you know, more immediately wearing its heart on its sleeve kind of version or exploration of feelings and grief, which, you know, I'm, I'm making it sound kind of serious. And it, it the, the story at the heart of it is, but it is also just a very good sitcom. So Shrinking is the story of Jimmy, who lost his wife recently um, after they had already been having a little bit of a rough time um, with 
in their marriage. It picks up a year after that, uh, a year in which he's just been drowning in grief, neglecting his daughter, not being a good person. And um, it kind of intersects the part where he's continuing to be a therapist, um, but crossing all sorts of lines. It's also a workplace comedy because you've got Harrison Ford as his boss and mentor and Jessica Williams as just his awesome colleague going through stuff of her own. Um, and so it's an exploration of his family, but also his patients, also the people he works with. And they each really get their own story and character arc. Well, they're all actually going through stuff of their own, right? Which what makes the In show... In big ways. Yeah, it's what makes a show about therapists feel more real and immediate because it's, it's perhaps not the most... Uh, innovative of concepts but this idea of therapists helping people get through their own struggles in life while also facing very real difficult life issues outside of their job and how that can sometimes intersect um, is I think the premise is ripe for drama certainly but the fact that the show manages to make it also ripe for all sorts of Awkward comedy, heartwarming comedy. There are many kinds of comedy in the show, uh, which is why I think I would actually wholeheartedly recommend it to anyone who enjoys a good, smart, funny show. Oh, same. Um, but it's also so interesting, right? Because like, I think like even with the three of us, we see this, the show so differently. Um, and for me, it was I, I when I saw like Jason Segel and I saw Harrison Ford, I expected more sitcom. And I think it's because of, of that Scrubs tag that was on the show. I expected it to be way funnier than it was. So I was kind of glad that I could binge on the show, like, you know, three episodes at a time or maybe two episodes at a, at a time, like every single day, um, and treat it more as a serious drama with some comedy in it because the show is very sad and there's a lot of like there's a lot of trauma Does and emotional feel baggage. like the opposite of the bear where because yeah yeah because yeah. okay I, I was going to say right I laughed out loud for the first time in a long time watching something alone by myself hmm. several times over as in I, I couldn't oh, stop wow. laughing oh. at various points <laughs> um, and they were like dark points they weren't necessarily the the Pratt Falls or the Harrison Ford being inebriated which is very funny um, but its own kind of little bit I, I found the writing really funny I found the circumstances really funny I think you also have like people who really know what they're doing with comedic timing so that helps but mm. every episode I want to say there was a moment where I surprised myself with the ha laugh you know where I didn't even expect to laugh that much but but I was laughing yeah it's um it's funny because we had the reverse of this conversation with the bear right Arvin where yeah. you said oh it's a comedy it's so funny it's we a comedy were... with drama elements and I was like no it's a hundred percent serious with some stuff that's funny I said it gave me nightmares <laughs> you know whereas this one is um we're we're definitely in the opposite ends for me as well I thought it was a great comedy um that <laughs> manages too. to put in very serious things the same way Scrubs did but I think it has to do for me also with the fact that um, so I've been a big fan of Jason Siegel for a really long time um, and I feel like very few things have given him his due um, How I Met Your Mother often got um, outshined by others um, but when you see movies like Forgetting Sarah Marshall or I Love You Man which you know varying levels of quality but he's always had that streak of dark sad um, aspects to his the, the, just the kind of funny person he is and I feel like Shrinking actually managed to tap into that perfectly 
he is so mopey like he is such a mopey character um so i i laughed out loud for the bear many times i didn't laugh out loud once for shrinking like not once i didn't laugh um, one time for the bear okay i don't understand how it was funny it's a very good show let's not call it a comedy <laughs> Yeah, so I, I don't know. So I didn't get the haha funny from this show. Huh. Um, I found it. I found it very like it, some bits were they sort of would like tickle a bit, and I would smile, and and a lot of like the heartwarming scenes. You yeah, the potato. Yeah, the potato. The, the passive aggressive biting. <laughs> no, it was more like a like like a smile, like oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, oh man, funny. I laughed a lot, and and um, it's funny that you bring up Jason Siegel. Actually, let's focus on Jason Siegel first because then we can mm. spend the second half talking about Harrison Ford. But um, I I do agree with you that. Jason Siegel is curious, right? Because um, like when you look at certain comedians, sometimes their physicality determines what they, the kind of thing that they end up doing. Um, I'm thinking of someone like Tony Hale, who also mm. occupies a, a slightly sad sack position, but his is a different type of sad sack. Whereas Jason Siegel has like not not leading man face per se, but there's something about him that has always, I think, read both a little bit handsome mm. and a little bit sad. Yeah. And musical, which uh, this show also... <laughs> How did you not laugh at the music scene? Oh, yes, of course. The the, the supposed oh, yeah, serenade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was that scene. I don't know. I don't know why. It, it seemed more... It seemed more mopey. I think the mopiness took away the comedy for me. And I'm not saying that mopiness isn't funny. And I'm not saying the show is a bad show. Like, I'm making it sound like I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot. It's one of the best things I've seen on Apple TV+. Plus. I've even seen in the last few months. So it's more um, sad for you than funny, actually. It's, or melancholy. Yeah. Melancholy. More melancholy and more mopey. That's the perfect word for it. <laughs> I didn't find it mopey at all. I found it a balm. <laughs> I found it very soothing. I feel like this says more about us than it does about the show. Well, what does the bear say about Arvind? That's all I'm saying. I'm just putting it out there. Um, Anyways, we're talking today about Shrinking, a show that we all really, really liked. In case it's not clear, we just have different versions of why we like it. So we'll come back and talk about it a little bit more. But have you watched it yet? Because if you haven't, you you really ought to be. Um, And if you have, we want to hear from you. You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Beats, funk, mixtapes. BFM 89.9, the business station. I have some feedback. What? what are you doing here? Alan, for months in our sessions, I've listened to you obsess about ending up alone. You've described these bad dates with superficial women as though they're the problem. What is happening? Don't eat my fries. Listen, the trickiest part about therapy is that sometimes a patient can be an unreliable narrator. So I started to wonder if maybe you were completely full. Now I know you're full, Alan. You need to go. No, 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 this is good news because now we can get down to work. This guy that I was listening to, that's not you. I want you to start letting these women see the kind, charming, vulnerable guy that I've met in our sessions. Here's your Just be you. Off. Be you. I cried four times today. Oh my god. 
BFM 89.9, you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn, Sharmila and Arvin. And together we're reviewing Shrinking, which is a, I hate the word, I'll use it though, it's a shorthand, dramedy, uh, that is out on Apple TV+. Plus. It's created by Bill Lawrence, Jason Segel, Brett Goldstein. It stars, as you can hear there, Jason Segel, alongside Harrison Ford, Krista Miller, Jessica Williams, Michael Urie. There's lots of people in this and um, a lot of kind of sitcom sitcom all-stars, actually. People that we've seen in past sitcoms do very beautifully. Not so much Harrison Ford. Let's talk about him because <laughs> Harrison Ford is one of my absolute favourite parts of the show. It was, in the first place, the headline that got to me. I didn't hear about it through word of mouth, actually. I knew Harrison Ford was doing a TV series and I was like, what on earth is going on? He's so good in this. It, it, he's really funny, he's sad, he's empathetic um, and he gets all the stuff about the Harrison Ford persona that we want. It's as if someone saw Harrison Ford in one of his rare late night TV appearances. <laughs> sitting there grumping sitting out. Sitting there grumpy and then deciding, you know what would work in a sitcom? That guy. That guy giving people therapy. Um, and you know what? Whoever who thought this thought right because he was so, so good in the show. He's so funny. He clearly understands that he's funny, which I think is important. Um, and his chemistry with people is amazing. I think people forget what a star Harrison Ford is, right? Because it's been so long since we've seen him take on that leading man role. I, I don't know if people forget he's a star. I don't know if anybody ever thought he was a comedy star. Yeah, so mm. people forget. I think I think why I mentioned the star is because a star makes everyone around him also look good in a show uh, or in a film. He, he, I don't think the others in the show need help, but somehow the kind of chemistry and sort of zing that he brings to each scene that he's in, every time he's not there, I love everyone else, but I'm waiting for when Harrison Ford is back. He has a phrase in the show that I very badly want to say. Um, he doesn't raw D people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but the way it's used is great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if this is just me, but were you guys surprised at how much Harrison Ford is in this show? Like, Shamila, you mentioned that, you know, when he's not on screen. But there, there are not a lot of scenes where he isn't there. And for me, when going into the show, right, when they said, oh, it stars Harrison Ford, I was like, oh, okay, he's going to show up maybe a couple of minutes in an episode or every couple of episodes as like a, you know, like a, like a, like a starring role, like a big role, a big star. But he's not a key player in the story. He's just like a, you know, poster attraction, whatever it is. Um, I was surprised. Like, he is one of the, the main characters. He's one of the leads in the show. And I didn't expect Harrison Ford to take on a role like that in a show like this. Towards the end, in fact, he gets more and more screen time. Because yes. his story gets more developed. So I, yeah, you're right. Because the first couple of episodes, I would have thought he's not going to be around for too many things. It had the cameo plus approach. Yes, like exactly. It's not yes. a cameo, but it's not not. So also, I don't know how this developed in writing, right? Did they did they write as they went along? Because when you see him in those scenes, though, why would they not want him to be in as much of the show as, as, they, as they could have him? Because, you know, not many actors can imbue a woof with everything <laughs> that it's supposed to mean. But Harrison Ford's Paul, when he does it, everyone in the show understands his displeasure. <laughs> and, and so too does the audience. Um, but... I know we could spend the rest of this time talking about Harrison Ford. We all like him. But I also think that Krista Miller, Jessica Williams, Luke Tenney, Michael Yuri, Lukita Maxwell were all just tremendous in their roles. Like everybody is 
everybody has scenes that are both really funny, really light. They all have good chemistry with each other, um, but they all also kind of exemplify or showcase the stuff that they're going through, whether it's an empty nest, whether it's a fear of not being relevant, whether it's divorce. It all feels very real. Actually, by the end of the show, right, um, despite the larger names on the on the on the cast list um, I think it really starts feeling like an ensemble show um, and, in un- and in the best of ways because by the end of the first season um, you feel like you went on a journey with not just Jimmy but every one of these characters that you've gotten to know so what I love most about the show is is just that um, that even as they introduce new characters uh, and new conflicts and new dynamics, I feel like the show starts with a kind of pacing and momentum. And by the end of the show, it sticks with that same pacing and yes, momentum. Yes, agreed. You know, it, it all feels like of a piece, like it was shot in a day. Um, it, it's that good. And normally shows don't do that because by the, the penultimate episode or the finale, they just cram everything into 40 minutes and you're like, where did any of this come from? Or why is this plot popping up? Um, which also makes me slightly worried for the next season because the show ends on a certain note. And I'm wondering, like, how are they going to keep the same momentum, which I like, in the next season on that very specific note? So I have so much fear because I'm having Ted Lassoitis. I was going to say, is it because yeah. of, yeah, like yeah. Ted Lasso's second season and now current third season has really bummed me out quite a bit. Um, uh, especially, so it, they would be fine if you didn't have the potential of the first season to compare it to. And Shrinking's the same because this season is, it's coming back. But if it didn't come back, if you took out a few elements of the finale, it's a wonderful series finale. You wouldn't need much more from it. Um, but the fact that they are coming back and that they are problematizing certain, like like a key situation within the show... Mm. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited because I need more of all of them. Um, it, it achieves that sitcom quality of, I was sad when it ended because I missed my friends. And, and I haven't had that feeling in a little while. So I want more of the show so very much. But I kind of just want more of the show as it is. I feel like the ending, the way the last episode of the season ended, it feels almost like they think they need to elevate it and change it and is take it? some kind of pivot. But it's a logical it's a logical progression though, right? It is. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm willing to I'm willing to give it a lot of goodwill, mm. and I'll definitely watch a season two. But like you, if this was all it was, also I would be okay. Well, it was perfect. I'm glad. I will rewatch it. Yeah, mm. Mm. I, I I don't mind the progression at all. I just want it to be as grounded as this season was because this season is very grounded, um, and I feel like it's going to escalate into something that's that, not. That's as exactly it. It it it's mm. it feels like it will no longer be just a kind of domestic slash workplace neighborhood thing and will instead become larger than that. Yeah, so Much I, larger. I think mm. the problem is that the stuff that we like is so um, is is so much a part of the show. In other words, that like 80% of it is the the neighborhood, the peeing off a terrace, like like all this stuff that, that we've we enjoy spending, you know, with time with these characters. But then again, if there was no consequence the show also wouldn't have the meaning that it ought to have. And so I, I struggle with that as well because what we're seeing actually at the end is consequence. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it. I don't hate it. I don't. I think it's like you said, I think it's the Ted Lasso hangover. 
Yeah. Was this an over-dinner show for you guys? I just wanted to ask. For me, it was like an over-dinner or maybe just before bed sort of a show. Oh, actually for me, it was a I want to give it my full attention so yes. I'll not do anything else kind of show. Yeah, me too. Oh. It was a special occasion show. Yeah. Like like I'm gonna... Um, and for once, I paced myself. Usually I binge. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, hmm. We had such different experiences with the show. Very different. Yeah. Very different. I think this is rare for something that we all liked. And yet everyone loved it, which is great. Yeah. um, Yeah, Loved it. Let us know, have you watched Shrinking? Do you plan to? And what's your experience of it? Is it sadder or funnier? (laughs) Did you save time to watch it or was it an over-dinner show? (laughs) We want to know. Uh, You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio and write to us at movies at bfm.my. listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.